I believe Chris was slightly unfamiliar with Zach Wilson's game. Um, he's not. He he doesn't win football games. He- the following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sideline Summit. I'm Antonio Perez, joined as always by Danny Cole, DC, UPenn's Finest, and Chris Coulter, CB. Culture Boy, we have another great episode for you guys today. Week two in the NFL is already wrapped up, and we're looking forward to week three. Um, but before we get into week three, we got to talk about week two. Before we talk about week two, we got to get into Summit's Plummets. Um, and we're, also, we're going to talk about some big early season shockers. Um, you know, just two weeks into the season, you know, some teams have been, you know, definitely surpassing the bar that people have set for them. And then other teams have not been living up to that bar. Uh, but before we get into any of that, got to do some summits plummets. Uh, so whoever wants to start may, may do so. I'll kick it off with the plummet of the week going to Matt Canada, who has failed to reach 400 yards for another game under the Steelers tenure. They have never reached 400 yards of offense under his tenure, which is kind of bad for being a offensive coordinator that is supposed to be good. Um, Matt Canada, you deserve to get fired. Um, You just simply are not a good offensive coordinator. We called this last year, and as Snoop, Snoop Dogg said, Mike Tomlin, who the hell is this offensive coordinator? We need a new one. Yeah, uh, and, and it don't help that the first-round running back y'all picked up just doesn't seem to have the same juice that y'all backup running back has or whoever's the starter at this point. Uh, Jalen yeah, Warren low-key better. Jalen Warren he, better. He high-key he high better. I mean, at this, <laughs> he high-key better. He just got the juice. Like, it the looks third- like Pollard and Zeke. Like uh, the, the, the third down that he picked up on, like, third and long – he he just he just got it. He different. Yeah, uh, Chris, did you want to go next with a summit or a plummet? Danny starting back to back weeks with a plummet. It's kind of funny. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with the summit. Um, shout out my boys, and I was just really happy to see my boy Lamar looking under control in the offense, like under like in control of the offense, not under control, in control of the offense. Like first week was just. Bad. It was. It was. It wasn't good. The Texans aren't a good team, and, and the Ravens didn't look good. But I think week two, the Ravens looked a lot better. It looked a lot better, just as an offense. Defense. I mean, the Bengals are going to score, so it's, it is what it is. But I, I liked how Lamar looked command the offense. I liked Zay Flowers stretching the field. OBJ got some love. Mark Andrews got some love. Bateman got some catches. Like I, I, I feel like everybody, you know, pitched in. And then my boy Gus Bus, he's back doing his thing, running people over. So that was that was cool to see. That was my my son. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens looked good. They're taught they hold current sole possession of the first place spot in the NFC or in the AFC North. No shocker. Um, and yes, yeah, Steelers got that first win. Uh, if I my summit this week, uh, I feel like I'm talking a lot about these Thursday games, but hey, someone's got to do it. Um, the Giants and the 
the main talk is like, oh my goodness, it took this 20-point comeback to beat the Cardinals. And yes, there is reason to be skeptical. I definitely see it. But I'm a big fan of like a win is a win. And I don't think there's a better way to go into a short week playing arguably the best team in football right now in the 49ers by coming off what is possibly the best two quarters of football in Daniel Jones' career. Now, granted, if, if you want to be like, oh, it's the Cardinals, whatever. Um, but like I just said, I'm a big believer in a win is a win. Daniel Jones had the hot hand in the second half. I don't think there's a better way to go into uh, this game in the upcoming Thursday. I'm not picking them to win or anything, but I, I think you're well, picking the Giants all- to win. No, no, no. I think there's a better way. Their, their best running – their running back is, is – done he's he, his ankle is saquon barkley i feel bad for him dude every year he has some sort of well, ankle injury first of all injury. time out time out time out time out time out i'm talking from like an actual play standpoint injuries are gonna happen but he's not done he's gonna be back in like two weeks to ankle sprain yeah I he'll be fine <laughs> they'll be okay it. they weren't they probably weren't winning this game if he was playing anyway so because they can't get anything done on the ground the only way he can get involved is through the pass but yeah, I believe that, I, I, again, not not saying the Niners could win or, or not saying the Giants could win or anything, but I do believe coming off that second half, I think they will start to find a groove and be competitive with the Niners. That is my summit of the week, the second half for the Giants. Yeah, one uh, thing to note, I don't know what the NFL schedulers were thinking by putting a couple stink fests on – back-to-back weeks on Thursday Night Football because we know the Eagles were going to route the Vikings. Everyone thought they were at least. I mean, the game was closer than – the score doesn't show how far the game actually was. The Eagles had control yeah. of that game the whole time. And we know the Niners are going to manhandle the Giants as they should. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Giants come out and somehow shock the world. I don't think they'll shock the world or anything. I just think they'll be a little more competitive. Not like, hey, the Niners, the Niners didn't look too pretty last week either, if I if I must admit. But uh, uh, yeah, if I, um, I I'll go back to back here actually. And my plummet, um, my plummet is uh the the Cleveland Browns just in general rough rough stretch. Holy, I mean you you lose Nick Chubb, which is highly highly unfortunate. Uh, one of one of, if not the best back that this game has to offer. Um, it's sad to see My him suffer an injury like that. Year. Yep, your your pick is down the drain. We will avoid that and let you pick someone else. But uh, yeah, it's just tough to see. And then you talk about two years ago. They talk about, or like a year and a half ago, we need a we need to grow up at QB. We need a grown up. We need a mature at QB. So you kick Baker out and bring in. Deshaun Watson, of all people, talk about maturity. Uh, and he's worse. And he and he's quite worse than any version of Baker Mayfield that was in Cleveland. I truly believe that. Even in last year I when see. he was an absolute turnover machine, at least the kid had some explosive plays in him. At least he could work off of play action. At least he was could be a game manager if asked to be one. Holy crap, dude. Like, Deshaun Watson... I saw his tweet on Twitter today. It was hilarious. He said, Deshaun Watson, how bad he's playing right now makes me wonder if he was ever actually good. Like, where does 2020 Watson even exist? Like, 
Oh my goodness, man. Like that that's my point. The Browns just stink. They gave uh Predator a billion gazillion dollars. He's not good at football. Baker Mayfield's hooping down in Tampa Bay. So happy uh, for him. Yeah, we'll, so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Baker uh later as he's gonna be playing the Eagles and his team is off to a two and no start. But I'll swing it to somebody else. I uh Chris, you wanna give us a plummet and then we'll swing it to Danny for positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, my plummet is just me thinking, being fooled. He tricked me. Justin Fields tricked me. I came on our show and I told people, oh, this is Justin Fields, Cam Newton, yeah, MVP. No, and I'm looking really wrong. And this is why I don't like Chicago sports. This is why, because they trick you. They effing trick you. (laughs) That's what Justin Fields is doing to me right now. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I'm blaming it on just Bears doing Bear stuff. But he's just been like, I don't know. It's kind of like he's like a a redshirt freshman quarterback. And either they don't want to let the reins off of him because they can't, because he can't do it, or they're just scared to. But either way, watching this painful because it's like, I've seen him be great. And it's like, he's just been literally the opposite of great, like poop. So like, I just, that that's, that's my plumbing. Then my, my take is going, (laughs) going down the drain and Justin Fields is, is bad. Yeah, that's that, that's certainly what it what it's looking like. I mean, there's some like all twenty two vert like clips of him just blatantly missing guys downfield, and he's looking right at him. Like I don't, I don't. And a baby plummet. I did pick Cole Komet as a tight end, so there's that. Well, I, I have him as well. We're in that same boat. So, uh, oh, holy moly! You want to talk about a plummet? I needed nineteen points combined from Miles Sanders and Pat Fryermuth. Miles yeah, got me seven. My. Yeah, I got eight combined, and Miles was seven of them. I don't put that on Miles whatsoever. I realistically, I, I should have started Dalton Kincaid. I might start him the rest of the year. I might just not go back to Muth. Hey, but, hey Danny, before Danny, you go, I, I want to say one more thing. Let me. I was up 34 points in fantasy, and then the Cowboys defense uh, held the Giants to zero points. It was 40-0, and they had 39 right. fantasy points, and I lost by six. So another point. There, there's that. Uh, yeah, last, <laughs> hey, that what was that week yeah, one? Last, yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're insane. But, Danny, finish it off with a summit so we can get into some of our favorite week two actions. My summit is what is going on down in Miami. Uh, so, they got a lot of good guys coming in. They got Tua Tagovailoa leading the league in passing yards. Tyreek Hill leading the league in receiving yards. They got Xavier Howard getting four women pregnant and trying to – on top of Eli oh. Apple doing that at the same time. So they got some freakazoids in the uh, in the cornerback room. That is so, insanely crazy. Some of it yeah. might be like a, a, a half summit, but I think the the, 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 sum, the summit part is definitely the good football because they got some good-ass yeah. football going on down in Miami. And yeah. this is something that we haven't really seen consistently since the beginning of last year because they started off 3-0. Last year, and the Eagles started off three and zero, and then Tua got hurt, and then the Dolphin season went boop, right downhill. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, the my everybody in Florida is balling. Uh, I mean, uh, Jacksonville didn't have you know the best game, but you know Dolphins have looked good. Tua is getting the ball out fast; he looks very good. Um, and hey, Tampa Bay looks good too. So uh, we can get into some of our week two favorites. Um, did anybody want to want to go first? If you have one or two games that you wanted to chat about from week two, 
Yeah, I think Steelers Browns from an, from a biased standpoint was some ugly ass football. But that's AFC North football, dude. It's like I'm gonna punch you. We're both gonna have players get hurt at the same time. And the Steelers had two defensive touchdowns to win them the game. They had negative offensive yards in the fourth quarter and scored points. If yeah, that, that what they have like negative seven yards? Like negative five, negative four yards or something like that. And they scored points. If that doesn't blow your mind, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, dude, TJ Watt, TJ Watt and, and that defense, um, they came up big. They they really needed it on a night where Matt Canada was still uh, a coach in the NFL and Kenny Pickett wasn't having his best night. Najee Harris couldn't get it going. I mean, that defense – Amazing, and it, it does help a little bit that, that the Browns' offense is super just inefficient. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I, I love what I saw. Highsmith with a pick six. He got some jets. Yo, yo, these bro, these defenders, these defenders been began active a little bit. Michael Parsons like little scoop and score that didn't count. Oh, he did a little like step back. Defender flew or offensive player flew by. And he and he take off, yo. Michael Parsons, let him let him get a return, yo. Watch what happens. He's Next getting, Dion he's getting, for real, exactly, yo. Just, exactly, like yo. Let him play a little bit of offense. Well, tight end, hey, man. LeBron James at tight end. Terrifying. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I want to talk about one game. The supposed to be barn burner that was not Chiefs Jaguars. I was very disappointed in that game watching it. I just thought I was going to see more fireworks. I was hoping the prince that was promised would come through and and do anything good. He really didn't. And, I mean, the Chiefs looked okay. It was just a mid-game. And I think I was – me personally, I was just looking forward to it. I think I said last week, I was like, I think that's the game I'm looking forward to. I think they can both – I don't know. I think Tone said they can both, like, throw for, like, hella yards and stuff like that. And they literally did – 375. No. Yeah, they literally did none of that. They didn't do that. This game is boring. It was boring to me. It was really boring. And and what day do you say a game with Russell Wilson at quarterback is more entertaining than the game with Trevor Lawrence and Patrick Mahomes at quarterback? How many times do you say that? Sam Howe and, and Russell Wilson had a better showing than two of the elites in, in our game, which that is, is so nasty. Definitely, <laughs> definitely crazy to say. Um, yeah, but that Chief Jaguars games, I mean, I think the aside from like defense is holding up strong, you know, the offense is just kind of couldn't get anything going. Um, and Mahomes had another interception. And, you know, Lawrence wasn't particularly great. He couldn't find that same connection with Ridley on a consistent basis. Um, and they for sure did not throw for, uh, 700 yards. I can tell you that, um, didn't, did, did not happen. Um, and it's a shame because, uh, yeah, like, like Chris said, uh, for all the same reasons, it was, it was highly anticipated. Um, and well, Danny, you have any comments on that game or. Yeah, that game. Chris Jones made his impact, and they clearly did not have a game plan for Chris Jones, is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single big stop was a pressure by Chris Jones, a sack by Chris Jones, or or a tackle up the middle. Chris Jones proved that he was worth every dollar the Chiefs spent on him. And it's kind of crazy. Mahomes was making plays with Kelsey not doing much. I think they said that this is back-to-back weeks Mahomes had – 
completed a pass to 10 different receivers. That's mind blowing. Yeah. That's something, and it's just something he's going to have to do all year. I mean, th- last year people were like, oh, this receiving core is abysmal. No, this year it is. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, so, yeah, uh, I I like both of the games you guys picked. A little bit more on Danny's one. Um, that it, I, I don't even know what direction Matt Canada is even trying to go in. Like, I don't even know what he's trying to set up. For to make things easier for Pickett, not to, I mean, Pickett's not playing that good, like as it is. So, like, your play calling's not, you know, helping out much either. Uh, but luckily, yes, they do have one of the premier defenses in the NFL. And, uh, you know, uh, hopefully Minka's okay as well. And I obviously hope Nick Chubb is okay. But, you know, Minka had to go to the hospital uh, f- after that hit. And I was hoping they just bang knees. I saw them both down. I was hoping they just bang knees and, you know, you get right back up. But uh, uh, one of my favorite week two games uh, is was Tampa Bay and Chicago for the reasons that th- this Bucks team, I've, and I, I'm a victim of this as well, kind of just wrote them off because of who they had at quarterback. Like the last I've seen of Baker Mayfield, the last year and a half I've seen of Baker Mayfield just wasn't good. And I wasn't buying it. But hey, he's he's been managing the game. Mike Evans has been very good. He's been looking like you know a guy who's never had a year short of a thousand yards. Um, and the defense is balling out. You know, not necessarily this week, but last week when you had to play Kirk Cousins, Jordan Addison, and Justin Jefferson, who is the best wide receiver in the game, uh, they did a very good job. They held him to seventeen points this week. You hold the Bears to 17 points, which, you know, isn't the greatest thing ever, like whatever. But um, I can predict, like, I I would not be shocked if they give the Eagles, you know, some Monday scaries. I really would not be shocked, um, especially depending on the health of the defense. Um, the Bucks might be able to get uh, a pass game going. I'm not saying a run game. That, the Eagles' run defenses look phenomenal. But if they can get a little pass game going. Um yeah, I could def- I could definitely see the Bucks giving the Eagles some troubles uh on that Monday night game, but um you know, I won't jump the gun and pick them or anything, but I, I can see them giving them a bit of scaries. Um uh, y'all have any other games y'all wanted to talk about from from week two? You know, it was a lot of a lot of action because no one's on bye week yet, so it's a lot of action. I, I, think, I, to- I think I hit all the games I wanted to. I like I said, I think those the I mean the the Jags and, and Chiefs game stood out. Um, um, like I said, yeah, I think the the Titans the Titans Chargers was cool too. Like it was it was a little more surprising than I thought. I mean, surprising to me because I didn't think it would be that close. I think I'm maybe a little too high on the Chargers. Maybe maybe I'm too high on Justin Herbert. I like I remember after the game, like after every game, a quarterback loses, they're literally the worst player on the planet. So I was seeing some stuff, but it was basically like he's not good at reading offenses. Like I mean, offense like reading defenses, not as bad as Fields, but like he's not good, and that's why he's not elite that's what I was seeing and I'm not saying I was seeing that in week two it's only been two weeks but I think one thing I've been paying attention to more for quarterbacks is just how they manage the game but also at the same time like how they manage to make big plays while managing if that makes sense I think Mahomes does it a lot I think Lamar does it a lot I mean they're two of the elites but I think Trevor Lawrence does it a lot too I mean I think it also goes by weapons I think them losing uh, Austin is going to be tough uh, for the Chargers but I just want to see Herbert like kind of carry a little bit 
because I, I think he's on that level to be able to do so. He's getting paid like it. So I, I kind of want to see him do that. Like, I think they should continue to win even with uh, Austin out. Yeah, and the the thing about that Chargers game, uh, yeah, I would love to see Justin Herbert be a little more aggressive, but God damn it, I don't know what I don't I don't know what it is. Like Kellen Moore, you I thought was one of the most creative minds, uh, one of the young creative minds in, in the NFL, and we're still running double slants, we're still running everybody spot up at the sticks. They're at the 19-yard line, and they ran four verts into the end zone. Like, what are we doing? Like, and, and yeah, like, not to say Herbert, you know, shouldn't be more aggressive. He can't take sacks in certain spots, uh, and he shouldn't be eyeing down receivers at certain points, but I don't know. And that, that defense is, it's no good. It's no good. They're too old. J.C. Jackson gets paid like one of the best corners in the league when, quite frankly, he might be the worst corner in the league. Like, for real. For real. Like, he can't hold any wide receiver one right now, in my opinion. He can't hold any of them. Can't hold DeAndre Hopkins. He, he can't hold them. He can certainly hold them. Oh, he can hold them for sure, but he can't hold them. Like <laughs> he'll he'll hold them. He'll hold them. Push them. Uh, make his own life suck. But uh, it's just disappointing, man. It's just disappointing. This roster is way too talented to be held. Dare I say stupid things? System corner. And Khalil Mack is aging oh. in dog years, dude. Like, oh my, like, it's unreal seeing like how just different he looks from a couple years ago when he was in Chicago. Like, I'm a, I'm a Chicago hater for sure, you know that. But he was a beast on the Bears, and, and like yeah. now he looks like half of that. He's really old though. Like, he's like 33, dude. 32. 33, he's yeah. really old. Yeah, even then, like the the dude is just I don't know. And I get spoiled being able to watch Roquan Smith, so maybe I'm just a little too hard on on uh, Khalil Mack. My bad. Yeah, uh, but I have one last game to talk about. Yeah, it's a, it's a game that ended with a Tyler Lockett walk off touchdown. The Seahawks were written off week one after a loss to the Rams, who are surprising a lot of people. Not surprising me that much. I said that I expect this team to bounce back to almost twenty twenty one form. Surprising a lot, both of you, when I said that in the preseason. I said they they could bounce back and surprise a lot of people, and they're doing that exactly. Um, their offense is phenomenal. Sean McVay isn't playing for retirement anymore. And that's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about the Seahawks beating the Lions in overtime. Geno Smith, my pick to go to the NFC Championship game to play the Eagles. They looked really good week two. Yeah, you definitely do have that. You definitely have the Seattle Seahawks going to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, um, the I don't I don't know what that just was like I, I don't know this see this Lions defense uh their their tester for how good they get is how much they lose or how much they give up to Seattle every year because they lose every <laughs> single year um it's just like man like even you take off the pick six they still gave up 30 like what their defense needs to find consistency like there's no way you hold Mahomes to 20 points and then you you turn around and get 30 dropped on your head. I don't know. I heard uh CJ Gardner Johnson may be out for the year, which is really he is unfortunate out for, the for him. He's out yeah. for the year, yeah. He's not getting no money. He should have took that long term contract and stayed in Philly. That's oh, your I fault. It. What 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 happened to CJ Gardner Johnson? I think well, it's chest. Torn peck, just like Avante Maddox. Wow. Yeah. So Damn. that happened. Very rough. But one thing I will note. 
The Seahawks will only get better over the next five weeks. Their Devin Witherspoon is healthy and he's playing snaps. And Jamal Adams is returning in the next two weeks. Yeah, that's my, that's my boy. Because they need it. They they need to get healthy, healthy fast. Um I'll tell you that. But, if the Seahawks have this healthy secondary, they are one to be messed with. They have some guys that are gonna hit you in their fucking mouth. Yeah, that's facts. But uh, we can move on to um, the biggest shockers of this year, whether it's for the good or bad. Um, I, I, I'm down to start for for this one. Biggest early early season shocker for me. Uh, we already we talked about we already talked about uh, Baker a little bit, so I'm not going to again. Um, but if I had if I had to give one, um, I think I'd probably go with the Patriots. And Grant, they're zero and two, so it, it, it's a it's a little bit of a wonky pick. I don't know why you're looking at me like that, Danny. Um, do the Steelers pl- play the Patriots? I, I'm going to the game December. Yeah. Y- good job wasting your money. You guys are going to get destroyed. So this Patriots team. One thing I'm. I was looking like that. I was looking at that because I thought you were thinking bad. I was like, they've been playing some good football. They just lost the games. Yeah, no. See, this is why you gotta hear me out. Why? Why? I I started with yeah, they're zero and two, so it's a weird pick. But this is why you gotta why you gotta let people talk, and that's how making funny faces. So I picked them because you have two of the two of the best offenses in the NFL. You hold them their offenses to a combined. What what did the Dolphins get? Twenty four, so a combined. And the Eagles did not get 25. The Eagles got 7, yeah, no, 17. they got they got eighteen. So you combine you hold two of the best offenses in the in the NFL to a combined what forty two points. That's very good, and their offense doesn't look half bad. I mean they they take a little bit to like get it going, get that pass game going. Um, but I'm definitely I'm definitely impressed with the Patriots. And with that injury to Rodgers, the, you know, the injury to Rodgers, um, I, I think the wild card spot, you know, maybe it's opened up to the Patriots a little bit. I, I don't, as an 0-2 team, it is, it'll be very difficult, but hey, they can hang with, with anybody. Like I, I can see them, you know, giving other wild card teams troubles. Like I could see them giving the Bengals trouble. I can see them giving the Chargers troubles. Um, I could even see them giving, uh, uh, for matchup purposes, I can see them giving the Chiefs trouble, just because that defense is gonna just gonna zero in on Kelsey. Not to say I don't think they'd beat the Chiefs because I'm never picking Mahomes to lose, but that defense can zero in on something, and then you know offensively, if they can just get a pass game going or some type of outside run game going, don't run it, Chris Jones. Uh, but yeah, I think that the Patriots have a real shot at the wild card now, especially uh, that the Jets offense just doesn't exist and they're probably not going to be in the running for a postseason spot. Meanwhile, uh, the Patriots, their pass game looks night and day between this year and last year. And Bill Belichick is always going to have an elite defense because the best defensive mind that this game's ever seen, in my opinion. I like that pick a lot. Um, 
I still do think that there's two teams in divisions better than them, even though the Jets are hurt and banged up with no Rodgers. I think the Bills and Dolphins still are better. Um, yep. So they, they still would have a lot to climb out of a, a hole. Yes. Yeah. But it, it, it's possible. They're, they're definitely a lot more in that race than I thought. Yeah, and I think one team that's really shocked me, well, it shocked a lot of people, but didn't shock me, is the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought they, they were going to start the season 0-2. I think they're going to start the season 0-3. Um, I think the Rams will beat them because Sean McVay is, is kind of like the father of Zach Taylor. He's from his cho- mm. coaching tree. He beat them in the Super Bowl, and he certainly will beat him in the regular season. And hear me out, the Bengals start 0-3 with Joe Burrow having an ankle injury, well, a calf injury that is a 40% re-injury risk that could possibly be an Achilles tear after signing a five-year injury, uh, five-year deal. Not a good sign. You don't want that from your team. So if you start 0-3 and you're trying to risk Joe Burrow to play and he tears his Achilles, then you're out your star quarterback for basically a year and a half. Two seasons, it might be done. Yeah, and, and and Danny's going victory lap this one because he caught it. I honestly just assumed out of, you know, offensive firepower, they were going to figure things out. Chris, did you have any opinions on that Bengals one? Because you also, in a way, said, you know, the same thing about the Bengals. Yeah, I, I agree with Danny. Like I, like I said, man, it's just you go to surprise people so much like and for so long. And I think like how explosive they were, like you see the weapons they have, but to just to play them a lot of time, I think they were just still like surprised people with how, how explosive the offense could be. I don't think that happens anymore. I think people more geared up for like like I was telling people all the time, like the Ravens secondary is poop, especially without Marcus, uh, <laughs> without Marlon Marlon Humphrey right now. Even with Marlon Marley, Marley Humphrey, honestly, like free free him, and it's like. They still didn't like amaze. Like I said, I think they should have put up more points. They should have forced Lamar to put up more points, but they just didn't. And I, I don't know. I, I never was a huge fan of the Bengals defense, so I don't, don't really see much about think much of them. But it's like, because like I, I agree with Danny. I think it's just their offense kind of surprised people a lot with how good they were, how good the Burrow to Chase connection was. It opened up everything else. And it's like now if you can kind of like slow that down, it's, it's kind of like the Jamal Murray Jokic pick and roll. If you can somehow stop that, the rest of the team falls apart because they literally go by how much that opens up the offense. And I just haven't seen it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Danny on that one. I'm happy they didn't turn around against my Ravens, so thank God. Dude, the <laughs> last time the Ravens played the Bengals, Tyler Huntley almost beat them if it wasn't for a, being a yard short in the goal line. Indeed. Tyler Huntley, Indeed. a backup quarterback, almost won a playoff game. If that doesn't speak a lot about how bad the, the Bengals' defense is. True. Well, and they got worse this offseason. Will you respect Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley right now? Mm-hmm. Pro Bowler. Oh, you're right. Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley. He's well, played I, in. More, he's played in more Pro Bowls than Jalen Hurts. He's better. I'm afraid. The my, my biggest shocker too for the early season is the Falcons. I think the Falcons are. Danny told us to look out though. He did. I I mean they, they beat the Packers. They beat the Panthers. I'm not saying they beat the best. I mean the, the Packers look pretty decent to me. I, I like Jordan Love enough, so they, they look pretty decent. But comeback win, man. Comeback wins. Right, and, and Bijan Robinson is is special. Like I thought, like I so thought he good, was special. Dude. I said the Bears should have picked them with that pick that they had early. I said it, um, but yeah, I, I think Bijan is is special. Desmond Ritter's not as mid as I. He's still mid, but he's not as mid as I thought he was. 
Uh, Cal Pitts wasting time on my fantasy team. He may get dropped. And the rest of the team's looking good. So <laughs> shout out to the Falcons for starting 2-0. And uh, I just turned around. And I can't can't wait till they start wearing their throwback jersey. I think they have some of the cleanest jerseys in the NFL, too. I know that's random, but you just have I to see they, Falcons doing well again. I think they just wore it last game, the that red helmet and the black jersey. They yeah. should just go back to like just go back to that. That great that black and then the white one with the red helmet. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, we hear some, something yeah. crazy. The last time the Falcons started 2-0, they lost the Super Bowl. That is a while ago. So they have not won their first two games of the year since then, which is pretty crazy. Uh, and Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan won MVP. So you know, big things for Mr. Ritter coming up. Mr. Uh, Ritter is, a, is the best game manager we can see so far. Yeah. No, but y'all remember the play by Bijan where he legit made three cutbacks and like one play. Bijan looks like Bro. college Saquon in the NFL. He does. He looks a little quicker. He well, might bigger look a little beer, quicker like than a college Saquon. Like he, his in and out of like short, you know, quick twitch breaks, it's it's unreal. Like it's just like, I don't know. A gravity just doesn't apply to him. Like I don't know what it is. Um, but if y'all want, we can move on to week three. And we can talk about some of our favorite games there. I already talked about the Thursday night game, so we can you know kind of skip on over that. Um, but yeah, does anyone want to talk about you know a game they're looking forward to this Sunday or Monday? Or if y'all want to talk about the Thursday game again, you can. But uh, Danny yeah, kind of already I, talked about the Monday game with the Bengals and yeah. Rams. But I love that game. We already talked about it a little bit. I'll kick it off with, I think, is going to be one of the best games of the week. is Saints-Packers. This game has always been some sort of low-key rivalry. They beat Rodgers a couple years ago on opening day, 38-3. Jordan Love is going in 1-1 one one against Derek Carr. See if they can get their number. I think the Saints have kind of played kind of mid-football, but snuck out some wins. And the Packers have played pretty like upper-tier good football, but somehow are 1-1. One I'm really interested to see. I think the Packers can come out and sneak out a win here. Yeah, uh, I I definitely – I could see it. I'm impressed with Jordan Love's – he hasn't turned the ball over much. Uh, back-to-back games with three passing touchdowns. Didn't have the most – only had like 150 passing yards last game. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Saints – I mean, and even on the Saints side, the Saints win this game, start out 3-0, and super huge, super huge for them and their playoff hopes. Um, but yeah, I do like this game. It's always been a sneaky rivalry because, uh, you know, Breeze and Brady were most of these matchups, but now you got Derek Carr and Jordan Love. Certainly, Breeze and Rogers, Breeze and Rogers, not Breeze and Brady. I said Breeze and Brady. Apologies. I was thinking of Brady because like Brady was the guy, and then it was them two. Apologies. So yeah, Fair. it's all it. It's a rivalry because it's always been Breeze and Rogers, but you know now we got Carr and Love. Um, I got a question for you guys. Currently, uh, just as elite. Do you think that the Raiders were holding Derek Carr back? Because he certainly looks—he doesn't look like he's uh, flashing crazy, amazing plays. But Derek Carr looks very serviceable, and he looks like a winning quarterback. Something that he hasn't really looked at the Raiders in, in a while. I think he looks the same as he did last year, if not the year before. Like it's. This is just Derek Carr. Like this is, uh, 
it's just, I don't know. He, he doesn't have like that extra level to him. I don't see an extra level to him. Like serviceable is, is kind of cutting it short. Like I do believe he's like a top 15 quarterback, but I don't think the, I don't think the, this, the Raiders were holding him back. He actually was having his, the, the he was having his best year since his MVP year with Gruden until he had to get fired because he's a weirdo. But um, I don't know. I wouldn't say holding him back, but he's also got plethora of weapons on him. Um, I don't know. I kind of see what you're seeing, but I, I wouldn't say it's like an upgrade from last year. Chris, you had anything to say about Derek Mid? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think he's. I just. I don't know. Like Derek Carr is like he's just just middle of the road type of dude. But it's like it's a dude I'd rather have on my team if I, if I didn't have a quarterback. Like I'd rather have him than Justin Fields today. But it's not really saying much. But I'd rather have him. And it's like for some reason when you get to the Saints, you're gonna throw a touchdown. You're just going to. James Winston threw interceptions, but you're gonna go. You're gonna throw a touchdown <laughs> when you get to New Orleans. You're just going to. So shout out to Derek Carr for for doing well. Um, but I do want to say. The, the game I'm looking forward to this week is Chiefs-Bears. It's the reason why I'm looking forward to Chiefs-Bears. It's, it's, it's narrative. Narrative always wins, right? Is this the game where Patrick Mahomes really, like, has, like, one of those games, just has one of those where it's like, all right, he's back, which Kelsey gets two touchdowns. Like, it's like, it's like one of those, like, Chiefs games. Like, you know, Chris Jones dominates. Like, it's one of those games, one of those, like, all right, it, it gets you back onto the Chiefs bandwagon. Or – is it time for Chris Pick to come out right? Does Justin Fields figure it out against the Chiefs defense? Because I'm not saying the Chiefs defense is great. Chris Jones is. But is this that game? So I'm looking forward to it for narrative sake. Of course, it's probably going to end 45 to 10 Chiefs, and I'm going to look stupid next week. But for narrative sake, it could also end up 13 to 10 Bears win. And then who knows? Justin Fields has a, a mid game, but I, I think my pick's right. Everything turns around. So I'm looking forward to that game just because I think – Narratives. I think that's the best narrative this week. Like of of both teams and players. Like, are the Bears gonna be on three? Are the Chiefs gonna like you know have that game where it kind of like not solidifies them, like reminds you of who they were, even with you know a worse receiving core. What Chris Jones and George Karloftis are about to do to this Bears offensive line um, should be documented. Should be put on file. Uh, and should be sent to the Kansas City Police Station. Um, it's in Kansas City. But yeah, I get it. I definitely get it from a narrative standpoint. Uh, like, you know, the Chiefs, they won last week, but not in like Chiefs fashion. Uh, the Bears cannot go 0-3 if they have any chance of, you know, squeaking into one of those final wild card spots. Um, so yeah, I, I'm definitely a fan of that game. Will Justin Fields bounce back? Hey, I'm not. I, I'm not going to go on record like you are. Um, he's but. probably not going to bounce back. But if all those fails, they can just go 0 and 17 and get Caleb Williams. I don't know. Caleb, hey, Caleb Williams to Chicago. You, you, you might, you might go be a Bears it'll fan. Be it'll, it'll be families, and I'll be one of the families that'll be feeding. It's, it's me. Dave, anything crazy? About, yeah. All right, I see this crazy graphic. Um, since 2012. There's one team in the NFL that has had zero Monday Night Football games. Every other team's had at least eight. Who's the team? The one team that has not had a Monday Night Football game? Yep. Let's see if you can guess this. The Colts. 
Uh, hold on. Let me get my guess in first. Uh, well, before you give the answer, let me get my guess in. A team that has not had a Monday night game in in how long? Since 2012. Since every, 20... other team's, every other team's had at least eight. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Texans. He said Colts. He said Texans. It's the Jaguars. What? They haven't had a Monday night game? Damn. Nope. They didn't even they didn't even get one scheduled after after the Saxonville year. That's kind of disrespectful. It, it's very you know, disrespectful. After... And uh the Saints and had had 19. And the Steelers, Bears, and Giants have had 18. Hmm. That's well, I, I can see, you know, Pittsburgh getting it. A lot of those were probably a, uh, AFC North games. Giants, New York media. Um, Steelers are f- 14 and 4 in those 18 games. Oh, wow. Just throw you all on Monday every week. You might go, you, you, you just might be the one seed this year. That, know what that also be with Jacksonville is that they always play in London. So I think trying to give them the most basic schedule possible because they're, they, they're essentially, you know, London's team. So, um, yeah. Pretty wild. I saw this graphic. I said, very interesting thing to throw out yeah, here. That's crazy. Yeah. So Danny picked, Danny picked Saints Packers. I like that one. Chris picked Bears Chiefs, which I like from a narrative standpoint, as Chris does as well. I think so. A game I'm looking forward to is this could be weird. And I don't know. I'm looking forward to Commanders Bills. So the Bills, week one, play a very good defense like the Jets who get pressure, have a very good corner room, uh, very good secondary, and, and he was, you know, just chucking up turnovers and, 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 and things of that nature. And then you bounce back against a crappy Raiders defense. But the Commanders, you know, they, they kind of stunk up, the, stunk up the joint against the Cardinals week one, but they win. They get away with the win. And then the next week you have this monster comeback against the Broncos. Sam Howell throws for... 300 whatever yards he looks really good he definitely looks like in my opinion the best quarterback out of that class you could argue him or purdy i i just think how's got it right now um i'm interested to see emmanuel forbes uh got his first pick commanders fans did the are doing the hottest thing ever it's the, it's the coolest thing ever it's emmanuel forbes like on the cover of forbes and every quarterback he picks off, it's like, oh, you're on the Forbes list. That's I, that's fire. That's fire. That's yeah, fire. That so, cool. That's cool. so I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, hey, and if the Bills fall down one and two, eh, I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's a little concerning. And if the Commanders go three and zero, oh, they got to take advantage of every non Eagles Cowboys game that they can. Um. I'll probably come back to this game a little bit, but it's Bills by six and a half. That's the spread. I'm, I'm, I might, I might be back. I, I might be back, but that's my game of the my favorite game of the week that I'm looking forward to. Did any of y'all have something to say about that one? Yeah, I think Eric Bieniemy has showed that he has faith in Sam Howell as a quarterback. Brian Robinson has been running the hell out of the ball. He is running hard. Um, He's running like he doesn't want to get shot again in his leg. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's so that's so messed up, man. I'm Come dead. On. I'm I'm for real. He doesn't. He did not want to get shot again. 
Uh, hey, I don't want to get shot a first time, man. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, Brian Brian Robinson single handedly beat me in fantasy this week. I'm afraid. Single single uh, legged, single leggedly. You mean? Not single legged. No, chill, man. He back. He's back for sure. And I think he's he's having he's gonna finish with a great year, and he's already having a great year. But um, oh, hold up, I. For the next one, it's supposed to be week three, hots and locks, but I didn't change the number on it. So uh, give me one second on that. But we can now get into these week three hot takes and locks of the week. The locks of the week that hit, uh, not mine, I picked the Chargers. Um, Chris is hit, he picked the Eagles. And Danny's hit, picked the Giants, which... Must have been sweating about that one, but Danny and Chris did hit. As for hot takes, Danny said pass over fins by 10 plus. Hey, it was hot. It was hot, but hey, I was feeling as a hot take. Chris said Jets over Cowboys. Uh, I believe Chris was slightly unfamiliar with Zach Wilson's game. Um, he's not, he he doesn't win football games. He doesn't (laughs) ever. Hey, but hey, but these are supposed to be high. And then, hey, no, no one was worse than me. I said these two guys were going for seven hundred yards. So they didn't even combine uh, for four hundred. I don't think they did. I think they did. I think so, just barely. But uh, yeah, but uh, hey, does anybody want to start with the with uh, with a hot take or their hot and lock, whatever it may be? Wait, I, I could go first, but I'm start with my hot take, and I'm riding a wave. The Atlanta Falcons will beat the Detroit Lions in Ford Field by a touchdown. Falcons over Lions by a touchdown. Okay, on the road. Um, Let me see real quick. I just want to see Detroit's favored by three and a half, so they're only favored because they're home. Uh, But I'll say by a score, though. But what's, what's the lock for the week? The lock for the week, I think it's pretty simple this week. The lock of the week. <laughs> yep. Don't don't get me wrong, man. I could choose the Cowboys. They're playing the Cardinals. <laughs> You're cheating. <laughs> that, that, that's like wrong, right? That should be one of our rules. Like if if it's like clearly an upper echelon team, like a top three team versus a bottom three team, you can't pick that. But if you did one, so I wouldn't care. Give me the Ravens over the Colts, but with possibly no Ant Richardson, I would love to see Ant versus Lamar. Oh, man. With possibly no Ant, I'm sorry, Gardner, but you cannot keep up with Lamar. Yep, Ravens over Colts feels like pretty easy one to make, especially even though Richardson. Unfortunately, my pen is giving up. I just got this pen like last week. Jeez. Um, I can go to my hot take and lock. Well. I'll start with my lock. Um, I'm going to go. I'm doing something I just told Danny not to do, but I'm going Chiefs over Bears because uh, <laughs> I, I need something. I, I need something bad. So I'm going to go with that. It, it feels like a trap. It, I'm telling you it is. Oh I'm telling you it is. God, <laughs> it, it feels it's like going to be dude. 17 to 13 Bears, and everybody's going to be looking crazy. It's going to be a dookie fest. Dude, but it's gonna no. be dude. Not remember going the Colts beat the – Remember the Colts beat the Chiefs last year? And everyone's like, yo, what the, what's up with the Chiefs? <laughs> yeah, because the Chiefs always got – if they don't look like themselves for one game, it's over. So my hot take is that 
Lamar Jackson. I can't even elaborate what he's about to do to the Indianapolis Colts. And now it's kind of not a hot take because, you know, any elite quarterback can go off on any bad team. But I'm, I'm talking crazy numbers for Lamar. I'm talking, I'm talking five. Five total touchdowns for Lamar Jackson with 400 total yards of offense. No, I'm a, I'll go 350 total yards of offense because if they're whooping him that bad, he's not going to be throwing the rock. So over 350 combined yards for Lamar Jackson with five total touchdowns. Lock it in for eight ball this week. Tough. I hope so. I know. I, I, was, I know you like that 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 hot take. If that, if that hits, then we living. He's on if both Lamar himself. If Lamar himself has 400 total yards of, of offense, and the Steelers haven't done that in the last three years, it's so hilarious. Well, <laughs> you know Lamar's capable. You know he's capable. Uh, he's we capable go to for Chris. 600. Yeah, he, he. Come on, bro. You know he's he's liable to go Michael. Take your pick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Send me out. Hey, boss, say some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so my lock for the week, my lock for the week right now. Don't say Browns over Titans. No, okay. the Commanders no. over Bills. Huh? Ooh, that's the that's the lock. That's my lock. I know it sounds oh. like a hot, that's my lock. Yo, if if you land this, I'll give you two extra points towards our lock Watch. points, I, I, like I at the end of the year. Lock. I think I think uh, Commanders over Bills is a lock. The Bills haven't been great. Josh Allen is is hasn't been great, and and like I said, I think what you said some kind of like made me think my pick was decent. They struggle with the Jets' uh, front uh, defensive front, and I think the Commanders' defense is like I mean defensive front especially is right up there with Eagles' Jets like as far as just how good and talented they are. So mm-hmm. I think they can get enough pressure. I think it'll be difficult on, on Josh Allen. Uh, I think it'll be really, really difficult. And if Josh Allen's not going, the Bills aren't going anywhere. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I think that, that that's why I took that as, as my lock for the week. I know it could have been a hot as my lock. Um, but my hot is mm, Broncos country, let's ride. Over the Dolphins. Oh, <laughs> you essentially just got two hot takes this week. Broncos <laughs> over the Finns. Yeah. Pretty yeah. bold. It's pretty bold, but because, hey, man. Uh, I'm going to tell you why. Um, Tuna Tag Team Champion, I don't think he's going to have a good game against uh, the Broncos. I don't know why, but I just don't think so. Um, and I think Russ Wilson getting a lot of hate. Deserved. Deserved hate. But at <laughs> oh, some point, wow. But at some, oh, point, at some point, he has to turn around. And I, I'm picking this week forward to be. I don't think the Dolphins defense is – I mean, the defense is pretty – is decent. I think it's decent. I think it's a, not overrated, but I think it's decent. But I, I believe in the in the Broncos playmakers. I do. I do. I believe in Jerry Judy a lot. I do. And I think if Jerry Judy can have a monster game, I think they can do it. So it's definitely a hot. They could easily get blown out, and they probably will get blown out. But that's why it's a hot take. I think it, I think it can happen. The path yeah. I see for that happening, if anybody in this league can cover Tyreek Hill, it's Patrick Sertan. Yeah. Like, if anybody can do it, it's him. Mims Jr., two catches – 100 whatever yards should probably look for him a little bit more, Russ. Just and Russ, Russ, Russ has looked like a game manager this year, which he's never essentially had to do since like year one and two in Seattle. But yeah. hey, it's it's a hot take. Oh yes, definitely. De- yes, definitely. Like it has yeah, to be like that's a, gonna be a, a queen of seventeen type of deal, like something like that. 
and I think they can they can win. But if if it gets over twenty four points, like the Dolphins can get over twenty four points, early, it's it's gonna be ugly for the Broncos. I think if, if they I think they can win an ugly game if it gets if it's ugly, but if it's not ugly, if it's uh, up and down, because I don't think the the Broncos can keep up. All right. Yeah, uh, I, I see. I see your vision. So, uh, a little, a little, bit little note. Little note on Chiefs Bears. It will be the first matchup in fifty three years where the quarterback with the highest win percentage plays the quarterback with the lowest win percentage. Mahomes has a seventy nine point three percent career win percentage. Justin wow. Fields, eighteen point five. Wow, dude wins as often as Kyle Schwarber hits the ball. Like, That's oh terrible. my no, goodness, no, Kyle Schwarber hits the ball more. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> My guy's a beast. But uh, we can go on to the last topic of the show, uh, which is the summer savings. And last week, if we take a look, Danny's over 51 and a half. Uh, sadly, did not hit. I'm sorry. Um, Kelsey's anytime touchdown. That did hit. That did hit. Right? Yep. yep. Darius, Tony, anytime. Nope. That boy Kirk called anytime. the ball running backwards. Good Lord. For Chris, Chris didn't do too bad. I mean, Jay Jetta, did, did Justin Jefferson get in the end zone? Am I tripping? I don't think, I don't he, think did. he did. Uh, he fumbled. Just a bunch of stuff. yards again. Yep. So he didn't get it. Hurts. A tush push is mandatory. You know, yep. got to score. Did Lamar get a rushing touchdown? Oh, he did. Dude, he did such a good job. I cannot believe he didn't get in the end zone. Hey, my Green Bay. One and a half spread hit. Dobbs touchdown. No. Love yours. No. So, yeah, no, nobody cooked last week. But, you know what? I'm here to cook because I told y'all I was coming back to that Commanders-Bills game. I'm going to take Washington. I'm taking Washington six and a half. I mean, look, winning by a touchdown in the NFL is hard, especially against a good defense like them. So, I'm going Washington six and a half. I'm going to go... This is a, a little spicy. I'm going Brian Robinson and Terry McLaurin, mm. both for some anytime scores. And I'm not going to play with my food. I'm going to stop there. So we're going to go uh, Washington's B-Rob for anytime touchdown and Terry. And whoever, you know, whoever want to go next, the floor is yours. Yeah, I think this is going to be a Justin Herbert statement week against the shitty Minnesota Vikings defense. <laughs> shitty. Um, so Justin Herbert um, over passing yards. I don't know what, it, I don't care what it is. It could be 400 yards. I think he's going to go over. Um, so whatever the line said at, he's going to go over two fifty probably he'll go over that. Give me Keenan Allen. Anytime touchdown. It's going to sound crazy. Yeah, Herb. Yeah, you said Herb over and then uh, Keenan Allen anytime. Jay Jettas anytime. Okay. And okay. and who else? It, it's going to sound crazy. Gerald Everett anytime touchdown. What? Okay. Gerald Everett. That's the tight end, right? Yes, it is. It ain't the craziest thing ever, but I wouldn't bet on it. All right. And then last we got Chris to oh. round it out. Get ready for the superstar lay. That's okay. What call it. 
Well, Jalen Hurst anytime touchdown because if they get anywhere near the goal line, book it. Um, that Jalen anytime touchdown just might hit every single time. Like I, it I, just, literally, it, I literally take it every every time the Eagles play, I take it every time straight. Every time it, you, you have to if they get if they get within two yards, they're they're doing it, dude. And mm-hmm. sometimes I do his two touchdown because if you get the goal line twice, put just push. But so yeah, yeah. Jalen hurts. <laughs> Jalen hurts anytime touchdown. I got Lamar Jackson anytime touchdown because he hasn't had one in the first two weeks, so I think he's just due. Just do. Um, is Lamar due? <laughs> he's he's due, bro. He's due. He's due. And with no J.K. Dobbins, I mean Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. I, I like the pairing. I do. But Lamar's gonna have to get into the run. I think he rushed like twelve times last week, so it, it's a chance he gets one. So I got Jalen Lamar, Jettis because he's due. Jettis due too. Okay, having that one. And I was just hating on the Bengals a lot, but Jamar Chase is due as well. So okay. yeah, those, and then this is the one superstar. I mean, one guy who isn't a superstar is in this parlay. I got Sam Howe over one and a half touchdowns. His line's one and a half. I got okay. A passing touchdown, yeah. You see the vision. I do. Sam Howe, two plus. Come on, man. I no. see the vision. I see the vision on all of these. Everybody's going to eat. But Crispy making money behind our back because he's been making different parlays. And he can't share a dollar. Isn't that so crazy? It's wild. I can't. I can't. All right, man. I will. In 11 days, when I turn 21, I'm whipping up a crazy 20 leg parlay. I'm going to be a millionaire. Yo, little none I know is, none All of I know is, I am sending you a promo link on your 21st birthday. Yep. Wow. A couple. I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get everybody's like, oh, yo, yo a promo link, promo link. <laughs> man, I'm actually going to sign up with Belly Up Sports. And they're gonna, I think you get two hundred dollars of free bets or something like that. But uh, I'll be there. But you know, without further ado, thank you guys for tuning in. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe. If you're over on the podcast platforms, make sure you leave a like, pre-download the episode, uh, give us a five star rating. You can do it on any audio platform. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, you guys have anything to say before you get on out of here? Kenny Pickett will bounce back and destroy the Las Vegas Raiders. On prime yeah, time. It, it, I, think, I think it's time for us to probably get to bed. You know, some of us are uh, <laughs> getting a little crazy, um, get a little delusional. Um, oh, well, I, well, since Danny won't be losing by himself, uh, Jalen, uh, Jalen, Justin Fields, uh, three combined touchdowns, uh, 350 combined yards, and a Bears win. Okay, no, I mean, hey, 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 all right, look, if we're getting flat out delusional here, okay, then um, Johnny Manziel will, will come back. For a game, for the Browns, get them a win. Yo, craziest thing ever. <laughs> uh, oh, what was it? I think somebody compared Johnny Manziel's 2015 season to Julian to like Ke- to like Kenny Pickett's like last 12 games or something. Oh my god, <laughs> you would never believe it, dude. You would never believe it. Hey, Danny's yeah. offended. <laughs> you can't believe it. I would be I'd be offended if my first round quarterback who they were both drafted with well Manziel was drafted with the 22nd pick, Pickett drafted with 20th. So they were both late first round picks. One of them one of them didn't care about football, dog. He did not care. And he's playing the same as, as Kenny Pickett. And obviously things are things are going up for Kenny. He's a good kid. Uh he's unfortunately has uh Hitler as his offensive coordinator. Um, but yeah. Uh thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll catch you guys. Oh, um, oh, apologies from AP New Freezer, Culture 2 by Migos, and DC Comics. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week.